Welcome to the Noonday Meditation with Wayne Vernon. Genesis chapter 42, 1 and following. The reading today is pretty lengthy because it is a narrative. However, in order to establish context, it is necessary that we read a lengthy portion of this narrative. When Jacob learned that there was grain in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why do you just keep looking at each other? He continued, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and buy some for us, so that we may live and not die. Then, Ten of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain from Egypt. But Jacob did not send Benjamin, Joseph's brother, with the others, because he was afraid that harm might come to him. So Israel's sons were among those who went to buy grain, for the famine was in the land of Canaan also. Now Joseph was the governor of the land, the one who sold grain to all its people. When Joseph's brothers arrived, they bowed down to him with their faces to the ground. As soon as Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them, but he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from? He asked. From the land of Canaan. They replied, to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. Then he remembered his dreams about them and said to them, Your spies, you have come to see where our land is unprotected. No, my lord, they answered. Your servants have come to buy food. We're all the sons of one man. Your servants are honest men, not spies. The narrative of Joseph and his brothers in Egypt is a real intrigue. The dramatic irony brings to life the story in an amazing way. As far as they're concerned, Joseph is dead. However, Upon their arrival, Joseph immediately recognizes them while they are absolutely clueless as to his identity. He became the subject of human trafficking at their hands years ago, but was protected by Yahweh through the years. Now finally, after years of separation, his brothers found themselves at his mercies without knowing the potential danger they were in. Joseph played them for some time, but could not hold out forever. He finally revealed his identity to them and addressed the elephant in the room. My brothers and sisters, when Joseph could not hold out any longer, according to Genesis 45, 1 and following when he could not control himself before before all his attendants he cried out have everyone leave my presence so there 
was no one with Joseph when he made himself known to his brothers. And he wept so loudly that the Egyptians heard him and Pharaoh's household heard about it. Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified in his presence. How, how on earth could Joseph have received his brothers who did him such wickedness years ago? The text tells us here in Genesis 45 that he said to them, Come closer to me. And he, he, he addressed them. He, he spoke with them. He was tender towards them. He told them about his life. He asked for his dad and for his brother. He embraced them and wept. Loved ones, what may have been Joseph's motivation for forgiveness? Let's explore a few things together. It would seem that Joseph was inspired to forgive by at least four things, only one of which we will be able to explore today. Joseph was motivated because God was with him and God prospered him. According to 42 and the verse 9, Joseph remembered his dream. He was sustained and motivated by his dream. And then a third possible motivation is that he was motivated by his father and uncle's example of forgiveness for each other. And finally, it would seem as though Joseph was motivated strongly by his perception of his faith. Let's talk about it. Joseph was motivated by the goodness of God. According to Genesis 39, 2 and following, the Lord was with Joseph and he prospered him in Potiphar's house. He, everything in Potiphar's house was prospering because Joseph was there and Potiphar entrusted everything to Joseph. Joseph's lifestyle in slavery was far better than his lifestyle back home. Joseph's horrible human traffic experience was graciously cushioned by Yahweh as he settled in his new position as a slave. Yahweh was with him and blessed him beyond his wildest imagination and that of his family. From the ordeal, Joseph developed a closer relationship with God and was sustained by the grace of God. The goodness of God dispelled anger, bitterness, malice, and hatred from his heart. Years later, when he confronted his brothers, though he now had the handle and they had the blade, Joseph was past ill-feeling for them. He was healed. He was whole. He was better. He had already released them in his heart. So on their arrival, he was now able to release them from the bondage of guilt 
that they carried for so long. We read in the ver in chapter 42, 21 and following that that the, the brothers when they when they thought about what they had done, Reuben complained that I told you guys not to sin against the boy, but you would not listen to me. And now we must give account for his blood. Ah, when they looked at their situation, they said in the verse 21, 42 verse 21, Surely we are being punished because of our, of our brother. We saw how distressed he was when he pleaded with us for his life. But we would not listen. That's why this distress has come upon us. These guys were living in the bondage of guilt all these years. 42, 28, their hearts sank and they turned to each other trembling and said, What is this that God has done to us? 44 and the verse 16, God has uncovered your servant's guilt. Loved ones, what is your motivation for forgiveness today? I pray that you will reflect on the goodness of God and be inspired to be free from all your bitterness and to free others from their bondage of guilt as well. It's not worth it, my brothers and sisters, to hold people in our hearts. And it is not worth it for them to know that we are holding them. There are many people who have hurt us and they have remained hostage and we need god's grace to be able to release them from their bondage and unless we release them like joseph released his brothers they will remain in bondage forever that's not what we want for the lives of our brothers and sisters our family members we would like to see them released and we can release them because of the goodness of God. When we think of the goodness of God and all that he has done for us, today our souls can cry out, Hallelujah! Thank God for saving us. Thank God for releasing us. Thank God for blessing us. When others thought that we would have been destroyed, like Joseph's brothers, they thought he was dead. When others think that we are dead, God's goodness will carry us through. Let's be motivated to forgive by the goodness of God. Should you need further instructions in these matters, please feel free to text the number 647-696-0422. And if you desire to surrender your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, please text the word salvation to this same number. Someone is standing by to support you right now. Please remember to pick up your copy of my book, Six Practices of Effective Leadership on Amazon today and to tell your friends about it. This might be a good gift for you to give someone during this time. Uh, six Practices of Effective Leadership. The link is conveniently provided for you in the description below. Today, I pray that the blessings of God will attend your path and that you will experience the peace of God. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Noonday Meditation with Pastor Wayne Vernon. Please forward this study to your friends, your relatives, 
associates, neighbors, and all those persons in your social network. If you have a prayer request, please feel free to communicate with us and we will commit to supporting you in prayer. Until we meet again tomorrow, Shalom.